0: Whatever Survey Podcast with your host, Adam Robinson. Welcome everybody to the Whatever Survey Podcast. This is episode number seven. And today we're going to be talking about Solo, a Star Wars story. And I am not going to do the show solo. I actually do have a co-host, Gary Stanton. Gary, say hello. Hello,
1: what's up everybody?
0: Man, I'm glad you're joining us today, Um, us being me. (laughs) Uh, So I guess before we get into the subject at hand, I just want to plug my Twitter and Instagram are at whatever survey, I'd really appreciate if you go and like those and follow them and all that good stuff. Go and subscribe to the show on iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, Google Play, we just got on Google Play this week. Which is pretty cool,
1: uh, Gary. Thanks for yes. joining us. I'm a long time listener, first time caller. Super <laughs> happy to be here.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Seven episodes. What a long, strange journey it's been. <laughs> hey, um, so I kind of wanted to lay some groundwork. You and I talked about this off air, but we're going to yes. going to kind of do this show um, in two parts. The first half of this will be spoiler
1: free. No spoilers. Yes.
0: Um, Second half, we're going to spoil the crap out of this
1: movie. Tell you about everybody who dies. (laughs) If anyone dies.
0: Uh, There you go. That's a nice cover.
1: So, (laughs) I want
0: to start this off. We're going to go back in time a little bit. And I want to know what your favorite Star Wars movie is. And hopefully it's not this one, or else this will be a very boring topic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This one, the end. No, um, (laughs) uh, for, for all the listeners out there, I would consider myself a casual star wars fan um i've seen them all uh i watched them when i was a kid i wasn't a huge fan i didn't have star wars things on my wall so for the average person i would probably say i fall you know kind of in line with that um in the past few years i have gotten more into star wars Uh, i really enjoy all of the new films and i've gotten to where i listen to star wars podcasts so I've I've heard more people talk about the lore of Star Wars more than I actually know myself, so I know things about the Star Wars Wars um, world just because I've heard other people talk about them. Um, that being said, my favorite Star Wars movie um, is Rogue One. Man, that film was so good to me, and the rewatchability to me is just really really high. Um, the stakes of the movie were super high. Even though you kind of knew, you know, where the end was leading to, um, I just thought the characters in that movie were super well developed. Um, They used characters from original Star Wars movies, you know, like Darth Vader and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But they didn't overuse them. They just let you know where they fall in line. And um, I love the connectivity of that. I love just the ending of the movie, how it all resolves. I thought that movie was just super, super great. So to me, you know, I'm kind of outside of the box. Um, the original three, I love them. The prequels, I don't mind them. I actually really like the third one. I think it's a great movie. But for me, my favorite Star Wars movie is probably Rogue One. Uh, I don't think that that's probably everybody's favorite, but that's mine.
0: Yeah, dude, that's crazy. I didn't expect that. I I like Rogue One a lot too. I didn't see it in the theater actually, which I wish. Really? I had, yeah, I wish I had, but. Uh, I went on a streak there for a while without watching movies in the theater, which I kicked myself about sometimes. But yeah, that's one of them. I didn't see it until it came out on Blu-ray, and I was blown away. Man, I love. Did that you
1: movie. instantly regret like not seeing it in theater and missing that experience?
0: Yeah, I wish I could have seen it in the theater for sure. Super good. Yeah, that was a really, really good movie. Um,
1: so, so what about you? Are you like, were you like a? Star Wars on the wall growing up even though I knew you growing up so <laughs> I remember I remember your wall like what's your favorite Star Wars movie?
0: Um if you remember my wall I did have some Star Wars posters. At one time I had a Darth Vader it was one of those black light posters. <laughs> Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah, black like, light stuff. Yeah. Like
1: with a you can see it with a lava lamp and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: you would have like it had that black like velour uh texture to it and all the different yellow and and pink colors and stuff would pop it was weird but yeah i had sure. a, i had a couple star wars posters but my favorite movie uh is empire strikes back the second gotcha. the original trilogy it's just a yeah. really good overall movie it uh you don't have to worry I, i'm not a big fan of origin stories and movies uh, it, generally, I don't really care for origin stories. I mean, they're fine. I get why they're there, but sure. I liked Empire because it started with action. It was action throughout. Told a good story, and then it left you on a cliffhanger. Um, yeah, it was really fun. But man, I Rogue One is up there though, and that's a yeah. very recent movie. But man, I loved that movie too. That was that was a, that's a really good solid solid choice.
1: Going back to the original Star Wars, I know they've been beloved since since the late 70s, but they stand up. Me and my wife, Kaylee, we watched them last year. And they're just good movies, man. You know, people really liked them for a reason. They weren't just cool. They're super, super good movies.
0: They are. Yeah, I watched them um, when I was a kid. My uncle, Klein, uh, watched all those movies. Um, and I remember he had them on like VHS the original original ones that aren't you know special edition or anything uh, like that the so only ones are,
1: true fans have <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah i don't have those i wish i did i wish they would release those on blu-ray and now i'm hoping since disney has it maybe they will but um, mm. but i i remember watching those one time ever and that was back in the early 90s with my uncle so i was very excited when prequels came out and then i was i was pretty let down by <laughs> by the first prequel really? anyway Yeah, I didn't really care for uh, Phantom Menace. But you know what? I've never watched it again, and I am going to. I have all of the movies on Blu-ray, so uh, at some some point I'm going to watch through all of them again and just give them kind of a fresh look. Um, Sure. I think Phantom Menace I didn't like because I just expected way too much out of it.
1: Yeah. I I would encourage you to go back and re-watch them. And try to ignore all the things that you're not supposed to like about it. Uh-huh. You know, all the things that people have been complaining about over the years. Just, just, you know, just watch them. I, I think they're, I think they're great. Uh, I understand some of the gripes, and you know, Star Wars is is just the holy grail for for movies and and hobbies and for some people. Mm-hmm. So to have a movie that's not perfect I guess for them the prequels you know they just they just hate but I like them a lot I wouldn't encourage anybody to watch them if I was introducing someone to Star Wars I wouldn't start them with the prequels no, but no, you know no. I would encourage you to at least watch them
0: yeah at least get get the get the original trilogy watch those first for sure and, oh yeah uh, and uh, and yeah then you can move on to the prequels but yeah it's just kind of like I know ne- like I said before, I don't really care for origin stories. I never really needed to see Anakin Skywalker as a whiny little brat kid, <laughs> you know <laughs> him just see, being I Darth Vader that. was fine
1: with me. <laughs> I dug it. I just uh, it 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 worked for me. and I it doesn't work for most people, and I get it. That's fine, but I thought it was cool. So, <laughs> yeah, you're like
0: they're, they're wrong, but I get it <laughs> yeah, you're entitled to your opinion, even if you're wrong. <laughs>
1: all right, so we're gonna
0: yeah right. <laughs> we're gonna jump ahead. uh Alden. Aaron Reich I don't know if I'm even saying his last name right he's the guy that yeah. plays the new Han solo yes or the old Han solo he plays yes. young Han solo <laughs> correct <laughs> what do you think about this guy gosh in that role
1: I think he did really good and when I say that what I really mean is he did amazing <laughs> <laughs> so I know that sounds strange but let me let me let me uh, break it down for you like, who, who is like Harrison Ford?
0: Nobody. Like,
1: pretty much no one. Who in the history of cinema is could fill his shoes? No one. No. So, coming into this film, I didn't expect to, you know, have a Harrison Ford copycat. Um, I didn't think that he was just going to look like him. They weren't going to digitally change his face. He wasn't going to just try to impersonate him. He was going to do his Han Solo. And, man... It was, it was just really, really good. The fact that his performance, in my opinion, did not take away from the film means that he did amazing. Um, the character of Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and all these other characters throughout Star Wars lore, these characters are bigger than these actors. Mm-hmm. And Alden proved that You know, he was Han Solo. And you believe that through the whole movie. I didn't think he was Harrison Ford. But I believe that was the guy who, you know, ends up in Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. That was that person, even though it were, wasn't Harrison Ford. So that being said, I think he did an exceptional job. I mean, he had some enormous shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. But uh, what do you think about him?
0: Uh, I thought he was very good. Also, I I have some other things to say about him, which I'll I'll get into later. But it's not about mm-hmm. him as a performer or his performance at all. But I will mm-hmm. say this, he reminded me nothing of Harrison Ford, which is not a bad really? thing. Really? No, yeah. I, I, did, I didn't get a Harrison Ford vibe from him at all, but that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing, because just like you said, you can't recreate Harrison Ford, and you, know, you can't just emulate him. It would, it would seem cheap if they did. Sure. But uh, what he did remind me of is a really young Jack Nicholson.
1: Oh, that's a that's interesting. He I kinda can looks, see that
0: he kind of looks like him, and he acts kind. Of, he has the mannerisms like he could be. He had that
1: voice. He
0: had the voice. He had the smirk. Yeah, he could, he could be like um, if they made a prequel to The Shining, he could be in that.
1: I'm a driver. I'm a pilot. <laughs> i totally i could totally see that being a young jack nicholson yeah. i don't know about a prequel to the shining but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think that
0: would be very interesting but oh, <laughs> if man, they were to make one for some reason yeah it's
1: really interesting so if if you were to think if if in an alternate universe jack nicholson was han solo this would have been a more perfect casting
0: yeah probably <laughs> but I, I love Harrison Ford I would never want anyone else to play the original Han solo other than Harrison Ford
1: for sure sure he well let me ask you this did you did you believe he was Han did you believe you were watching you know Han Solo's story
0: So that's a heavy question because I've got some opinions about that okay and um I'm gonna go into them So at this point ladies and gents if you're listening and you have not seen solo yet, Uh, Gary, you actually said something yesterday when we chatted, and you said that people say, all right, pause the show right now, go watch the movie, and come back. Yeah, go watch the movie. That's what we want you to do. Definitely go see the movie. We're going to just say that right off the bat. You
1: should go see this movie. But definitely Uh, come back and listen to the rest of the podcast also.
0: Yes, because after this point right here, beep, there's spoilers.
1: Everybody (laughs) died.
0: Yep, they killed Luke, they killed Leia, they killed everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They killed Han. (laughs) it goes on yeah um no real quick before we move on i have to know while we're recording this podcast are you drinking a drink in a solo cup
0: oh i'm not i have water in a corky's cup corky's the rib place
1: (laughs) well we didn't watch corky's uh star wars story (laughs) that's very true but um, I'm drinking my drink out of a solo cup, specifically for this recording.
0: Man, all right. You know what? I'm just going to change I'm, my answer, even though it's not true. Yeah, I'm drinking out of a solo cup.
1: Oh yeah, I see it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's big and red. <laughs> okay.
1: Spoilers. Okay. Solo. So Hit it.
0: my problem. Oh, we're with, going straight
1: to cons.
0: Well, no, no, no. I, I I just wanted to talk more about him being Han Solo. Okay, okay, Um, go ahead. ahead. I'm not going to go right into cons. This actually isn't one of my cons. This is just kind of a little issue I have. Okay. Um, So Han Solo, if you remember, in the original trilogy, which is, I mean, basically all he was in other than Force Awakens. Yes. He was never really, quote-unquote, the good guy.
1: Oh, I have such an opinion on that.
0: (laughs) Okay, I want to hear your opinion. But, like, he, he... he went back and forth. He waffled, and I get circumstances can change you and stuff like that. But but in yeah. in solo uh, in this movie, it seemed like he was pretty much pegged as the good guy. And they actually even just outright Kira actually outright said it at one point, <laughs> "He's the good. You're a good guy." And it's like, um, I mean, he was always a shade of gray, which made me like him even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- what's your thought on that?
1: So, my thought on Han Solo, which makes him extremely unique, um, usually the bad guys believe they're the good guys. So, if you've seen Infinity War, Thanos, who just wreaks havoc on the universe, he Mm -hmm. believes he's a good person.
0: Yeah. He thinks he's doing the right thing.
1: Every character in history and in film, they believe they're the good person. Han Solo believes he's the villain. True. He he yeah. he wants to be the villain, and just like Kira points out, like dude, as much as you want her to be, you're a good guy. <laughs> you yeah. know, you you try to be a scoundrel, you try to be, you know, this rough like a uh, cowboy, but you're just a good dude. And and you know, he, I think he's kind of disappointed by that. Like he's he's going to prove her wrong. He's yeah. a bad guy. But I, I I get what you're that's saying. That, that's a
0: really good point. That's a that's a very good point. Um, I just i think if we're going to do an origin story of of han solo um he needs to be more of that smuggler kind of yeah he might have a heart of gold underneath it but he's going to do some pretty terrible things before he gets there um yeah i feel like he's he's just kind of on the the road right now to redemption really fast like he helps the marauders and stuff to who are going to start the rebellion and I, I'll stop there because that gets into some of my gripes, but, um, <laughs> and I don't want this to be an overly you know, negative what it, podcast either, because I, 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 you, you alerted me to some reviews and stuff and I watched and listened to some, and there's a lot of people who have a lot of big issues with this movie. And sure. the last thing I want to do is for people to hear this and say, you said to go see it, but you're, then you're like crapping all over it. But yeah, um, I, I did really like the movie. There are just some little nitpicky things I have. Sure. It, but, And that's kind of like, first I want to go, I want us to talk about our gripes of the movie and get that out of the way first. And then we can praise it.
1: I've got some, I've got a few gripes. Um, They're not big. We'll just cover them real quick. I've got lots of praises. Great movie. Real quick gripe. Lady, the lady worm, whatever her name was. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a loser bad guy. (laughs) So they were like just <laughs> terrified of this lady and Han Solo has this habit of making enemies with people that that are that are just threatening that in the end you can really just walk away from them like Jabba the Hutt. Uh-huh. Why does everybody care about Jabba the Hutt? Just like walk out of the room, he'll die of starvation. They <laughs> <laughs> everybody's terrified of this this um enemy and they build her up and when she pops up she's this huge worm. And she can just speak English. Yeah. So like Chewbacca, who is one chromosome away from being a human, he can only speak in... But you have this humongous worm that lives underwater 99% of the time, and she can speak English. She just sounds like this little old lady in the hut. And her biggest weakness is that she has a 10 by 10 stained glass window above her head, and all you have to do is throw a rock to kill her. (laughs) So... The Lady Worm had a huge gripe with that. That was like the first scene of the movie. As soon as she popped up, I was like, please do not let the tone for the characters for the rest of this movie. That's kinda of like that, uh,
0: It's kinda of like that scene in Harold and Kumar where they shoots the police <laughs> officer and he says Bullets, my only weakness. How did you How know? You no.
1: Know? <laughs> it's like
0: sunlight, my only weakness.
1: Man, what a what a terrible, terrible scene. Um, yeah. song, right? I don't know how you feel about this. I'm interested to know. Han talking Wookiee. Mm-hmm. So we've seen Han Solo and um, Chewbacca in three, five movies, however you want to look at it. He's yeah. never once spoke Wookie. I understand the concept. Like maybe he understands better that he can talk, but he talks, in my opinion, Wookiee way too long. So you know he he spoke well like, several several sentences and the first time he said it he said Bruh. oh man he can speak look yeah, I didn't know that but then he just kept on doing it and to me they just carried it on a little See, bit too long I, I know agree that's with that. a little no. it be, it's a little you know nitpicky but that's the thing I agree
0: with you because this was my thought I, I thought about that a lot because I think that that whole scene could have been easily fixed by. Um, him speaking Wookiee accidentally. because what? You saw oh, that. Yeah, like he just accidentally, because it sounds like a gurgling noise, and Chewbacca was basically choking him into like wet mud to kill oh, that's him. That's interesting. And think, think like that. he could have like accidentally said something in Wookiee, and Chewbacca stopped yeah. for a second, and then they had this moment together. But I guess
1: that wouldn't have
0: <laughs> really worked because then he'd have to try to tell him his whole sure. plan of
1: breaking out of there. But. So, so like, in World done. War II, if, if you're in fighting and you accidentally speak German for a second?
0: Yeah, like, if somebody's, like, torturing you and you say, nine,
1: and... But all like, you really oh, said was, no. blue house! <laughs> and then you didn't know what else... And you go, oh, this guy speaks German, maybe he's a good guy, but then <laughs> yeah. you didn't know what else to say. So I don't know, I think yeah, you could probably done
0: something work. different with that scene, though, because yeah. or, or at least established how he knew... I don't know, it's fine, whatever. Sure. But I agree. Like, where did he pick up Wookiee, and why did he never use it again? <laughs>
1: yeah, never use it again. Because yeah. it's silly. It just sounds silly yeah. for him to just use it over and over again. Um, I thought it was kind of silly that um, Kira, she, mm-hmm. well, so let's start over. Uh, Han's whole mission from the beginning of the movie was to save her. You know, he left, he joined the he escaped, and his whole thing was, "I'm going to come back and get you." Like we're, you know, uh, this is all for you. Yeah. And so he joins the army. I want to talk about that a little bit later. He joins the army. He goes. He does this. He's going to get a ship. He's going to get money. He's going to do all this to save Kira, and then he just happens to run into her at a cocktail party on a different <laughs> planet. How convenient! <laughs> what if you left Nashville to save Katie, and then you just ran into her on Jupiter? <laughs> how convenient is that? Yeah, that would make I thought look. that was ridiculous. I, w- I would have liked to have seen him, you know, explain a little bit more how she got there. She was just being really vague about it. Like, I've done things you can't imagine. Yeah. Um, Makes I totally you thought that... were going to do a Kira movie or something. I totally thought the whole time she was talking about that, that she had been a hooker. But mm. um, we figured out later on that maybe she was some sort of assassin or something. Yeah. But I thought that was extremely too convenient um, another quick gripe, drippy face guy at the Spice Mines. Yeah, gosh, that guy grossed me out so much. He was like an old broken coffee pot, <laughs> and he had like Copenhagen in his mask or something. Uh, <laughs> dude, that was really nasty. I agree. Um, yeah, another I didn't think qu- about him. <laughs> yeah, he grossed me out too much. Another real quick gripe, uh, Kira. I w- I kind of want to go into depth talking about her. But I actually looked it down. She was a good guy, a bad guy, then a good guy, a bad guy, then a good guy. At the end, she was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I thought that was too much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> maybe one, maybe one cycle too many.
0: Yeah, yeah. She, she's, she's kind of undefined. Uh, I got a small gripe about her too in a minute that I'll get to. But mm-hmm. my, my biggest gripe with this movie. Uh, may, may seem like a small thing, but yeah, it's their insistence on explaining everything like okay. over, over explaining. So back, okay. in, back in um episode four, um, Han mentions how the Millennium Falcon made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs.
1: Uh-huh. Uh,
0: well, guess what? They had to show that in this movie. And it's like you, you didn't okay. like that. No, I thought the scene was cool, but it wasn't really necessary. And just like, uh, oh man, we didn't I totally need to. Disagree. Ne- <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> we didn't need to know that. Um, oh, Han, what's your last name? Oh, I don't have one. So you're Solo. Your name is Han Solo. I'm like that's so that dumb too. Um,
1: okay, so see, I think that was that wasn't as much as a gripe for me as it was a missed opportunity. I wish the guy would have said. So who are you? Like Han? Like who are your last name? Like uh, I'm by myself. uh, I'm Solo. Like I wish he would have made up his own name instead of this goofball at the Imperial DMV just making up his last name. Yeah, I I thought that was a missed opportunity as much as, but I I didn't have a problem with where the name Solo came from. I mean, I don't don't mind
0: it either. It's fine. It's just like. Um, are you going to explain all these names eventually? <laughs> like, I don't know. And then, and then another naming, uh, gripe of mine, they're standing. Oh, you're, chew- you're yes. chewing on your
1: suit. you your named Chewbacca. Oh, uh,
0: well, they, <laughs> it was a Chewbacca thing. Cause they're standing there and he's like, uh, so what's your name? And he goes, you know, he does his little grumble, which I'm not good at. And, uh, he's like, Oh, Chewbacca. Well, that's too long. You're going to need a nickname. Okay, so it's Chewy. Wow. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you don't need to explain that stuff. That is so, like, those are just little things to me. And then another one is they're on the, uh, okay, no, this, these two, I'm not so upset about. They're just kind of goofy. Uh, I think they're kind of funny though, but they're, they're in the, in the Falcon and he's flying and he says, I've got a really good feeling about this.
1: Oh man, I thought Which is that kind was of, great.
0: No, no, I'm not I'm not complaining about that. It, it's kind of funny okay. because they're saying like, you know, it's a takeoff on I got a bad feeling about this. And then sure. the other one is uh Lando tells on I hate you and he says I know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good call back to Leia. saying she loves we him. Like, I do we like those even little haven't
1: talked albums. about Lando yet.
0: That's because Lando is one of my moments I enjoyed. (laughs) Yes. And we'll get to him. I think I just had one other nitpick, and it's not even a big one. It's kind of on me, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I never watched any of these. um... Okay, no, let me back up. Whenever Disney took over, uh, they cut off a lot of things as not being canon anymore. Like a lot of the books and stuff. Because I read a lot of those books back in the day.
1: Explain everyone real quick what canon could be. Um... What so, is canon? What is the word canon?
0: Oh, okay. It, it's part of the uni- the shared universe of Star Wars. Sure. Like, so, it actually
1: happened, quotation marks. Sure,
0: because there's a ton of books that, that were written yeah. from the 70s on up until, you know, today even, that are, that historically were considered part of Star Wars canon. Books that right. detailed things like Luke Skywalker's kids, and Leia sure. and Han's kids, and, and things like that, that ultimately we're not going to be able to be i mean they just expanded to this huge degree it was the uh, extended universe is what it was called at the time i guess it's still called that but well when, now when disney considered... bought it it's like well extended universe stuff does not count anymore because basically we can't make these movies they're a little too com- in- intricate and and it's you know it, it's not going to make for good stories right uh, they're considered
1: so, legends, just sure, just for fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, it still exists, and all that stuff. Yeah, fine, but it's not part of these movies. And, but if there's a novel,
1: fine. but if there's a novel from the '90s where Chewbacca was a car salesman, that didn't actually happen.
0: Right. <laughs> they it's, don't. Man,
1: they don't recognize that anymore.
0: No, it's basically fan fiction, I guess. But, but that
1: being said, since Disney has acquired, they've released novels that are canon. mm mm-hmm. Um. Bloodline that has to do with the family before Rogue One. It is incredible. I would highly encourage someone to read that book.
0: I have read and everything
1: that happens in that book, you know, actually, quotation mark happened in Star Wars universe. So it plays in the movie. So yeah, go ahead.
0: Interesting. Um, So with that being said, I have watched all the movies. So Force Awakens, Rogue Mm -hmm. One, and Last Jedi. I've watched all those. Um, as far as new stuff goes, I haven't watched things like Clone. Is it Clones?
1: Clone Wars. Oh,
0: this clone Wars. I thought they had a show just called Clones. No, they have Rebels and Clone Wars. Rebels and That's Clone right. Wars. Correct. So I never watched any of that stuff. So I wasn't aware that Darth and they, Maul ever came back.
1: And they are canon.
0: Those are those are canon. Yes, those yes. are officially um, recognized, as, correct, by Disney as part of Star Star Wars canon. So for me, as just a normal person who's going to the movies, just like uh, most people who are going to see uh, Solo, I would imagine, maybe hasn't watched all those movies or or Mm -hmm. watched all those those TV shows. So I wasn't Mm -hmm. aware that Darth Maul ever came back. So whenever I saw Darth Maul at the end of this movie... Mm-hmm. I was totally confused. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> just how old is Han Solo anyway?
1: <laughs> you started breaking down the t- timeline?
0: Yeah, I started thinking about it until finally I realized, and Brandon actually, our friend Brandon actually did tell me. Is that said, Brandon? Yeah, shout out. He actually <laughs> said, no, they are, uh, Garth Maul did come back. He is part yes. of uh, part of the story. He has robotic legs, blah, 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 blah. He's, he's on a mission to kill Obi-Wan Kenobi. Eventually, it doesn't work out for him so well. Um, but I'm like, spoiler. okay, well, I did, yeah, another spoiler. But I, I didn't know any of that stuff, so I was super confused. But it was, it was good. It was, it was okay. interest for me to to go in and find out a little bit deeper. It would have been exactly. nice, exactly.
1: And that's what it was for. So you might look at it as a, as a con to start with. Yeah, but overall, it made you dive deeper into the Star Wars lore.
0: Yeah, it's definitely not a total con. It was just at the time, it was a little fr— it was a little uh, not frustrating, but a little confusing. It would have been better if they would have shown him stand up or something, and you could have
1: seen that he had you know metal legs. Oh, they did, they did, and I heard that. How did I miss that? I saw the mechanical legs and they actually made a little machine noise. So they oh. do recognize his mechanical legs. Maybe I'll need to watch
0: it again. Cause I didn't notice the mechanical legs. I just thought, yep. Oh, well that's weird. But I, then again, I would have never known to look for mechanical legs. I didn't know he still was around.
1: <laughs> okay. So real quick trivia. Um, person who actually plays Darth Maul, I, I can't remember his name. He's the same guy who played Toad in the X-Men movies. Um, but he plays Darth Maul in the movies. Yeah. In the movies he never speaks. He never yeah. said a single word. Yeah. But in I believe it's Clone Wars, Paul shows up again. Well, he speaks a lot in the in the cartoon, yeah. and he's voiced by Sam Whitworth, which mm-hmm. is a voice actor. So when he speaks in solo, a Star Wars movie, that's actually Sam Whitworth's voice, mm-hmm. but it's the original actor playing the physical presence Ray of Darth Maul. Uh, Ray, Ray Park, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it's a combination of the two Darth Malls that have played him in Star Wars canon.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool, especially since the other very famous yeah. Darth was Vader, who was also a similar uh situation. Yeah. James Earl Jones sure. doing the voice. Yeah. So it's a cool it's cool that they did that. And also I like that Warwick Davis is in there. He's the um man, what's his name in this movie?
1: Okay. Uh, Weasel, he is, I think. Yeah, he is an arms dealer who shows up in a different form of Star Wars canon. I don't know if it's a cartoon or not, but that's actually a character that's appeared before. Yeah. Which Weasel yeah, I thought that was great.
0: And he was also in um he was also one of the Ewoks back in the day too. Which yes. is kinda cool that he got a uh chance to show his face. I think that's neat. Very cool. Um, all right, so let's go on to some stuff that we really liked about the movie. Okay. Um, I'll let you go first.
1: Yeah. So the movie starts out super high speed chase. It's a lot like fast and furious. Um, I thought the scene was great. Uh, I didn't love it. You know, I was kind of like, all right, this is the tone of the movie watching it. They're going through. They're trying to escape the Imperial army. Um, I thought that was super good. It was stressful. I was really worried that they were going to get caught. I just yeah. imagined myself in that situation, just sweating it out so much. They get separated. Um, Really, really enjoyed all that. Skip ahead. I'm really interested in your opinion on this. So Han Solo joins the Imperial Army. Like, well, how do you feel about that? You know, this, this, well, he's gray, he's a scout. But this good guy, like, he chose to join the enemy's army. Um, Do you give him a pass because it's the only option he had or... Should he have had more integrity to not have done that? Nah,
0: I'm glad he did it. I'm fine with it. Uh, Really? Yeah, there was no resistance at that point. There was no Rebel base yet. So he didn't really have another option. And plus, it was a way for him to... That feeds into what I wanted him to be. was more of a scrounging his way up and, and like you said, a scoundrel. And he's Mm -hmm. just like, he's going in there and he's like... You know what? Uh, I'm gonna make my money no matter what happens. I want to be a pilot. He's gonna survive. Yeah, he's, he's just gonna, gonna survive. survive. No I, I was totally fine with him being a, you know, um, gotcha, uh, you know, up for part of the
1: empire, so to speak. So he he goes on to become a pilot. Han gets thrown into the pit. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I totally didn't see this scene coming. I thought it was going to be a monster, and they're going to – because Star Wars has a way of repeating themselves. You know, Episode 7 kind of repeats Episode 4. and I don't have a big problem with that. It works out. Yeah. But Chewbacca comes out, and he's the monster. And I was like, oh, no! <laughs> and uh, so they meet, they fight. Han Solo starts talking, and, you know, Wookiee. I thought that interaction was so great. Yeah. And afterwards and, and they didn't just become instant friends, you know, they had to have a reason to stay together. They were chained together. And Han doing what Han does uses his silver tongue. He convinces Chewbacca like, Hey, my friend's got the ship, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do this. This is our way out. So he convinces this lurch, this pea brain, you know, puppy that he knows a way out and and eventually, you know, they kinda just bond kewbacca just goes with him and i i love their their and the way they actually meet i totally bought that i instantly bought that that's the couple from you know later star wars movies i really really thought they did a good job on that
0: yeah i like that i, I like that part too i love that moment of him being the monster that was a cool reveal um i didn't it, it didn't completely shock me because it was i mean I was sitting there watching it and probably a split second before Chewie came out I was like I wonder if it's Chewbacca in my head and, yeah. I, and then after I was like man I wish I never thought about that I wish I could have just been <laughs> I wish I could have just been shocked because that was a really cool reveal of this drippy wet gross huge monster coming out And he was
1: skinnier like he was younger.
0: Yeah, well it's like whenever I wash you know give one of my cats a bath they're all big and fluffy and you <laughs> wash them and they're super skinny underneath all that hair.
1: I just imagine you'd talk to your cats the same way, huh? To Chewbacca also. Yeah, I speak cat. <laughs> Catty. Oh, man. All right, so we're going to dip into these new characters. Mm-hmm. Rio.
0: I like what Rio. What a
1: great character, man. I hated that
0: he... I, I I, hated and appreciated that he was in the movie for so short of a time because I did, didn't have time to get sick of him. uh uh-huh. The time that he was in that movie, he was great. And his... He Gosh. he was just uh, like if it weren't for Rio, there would be no Han. You so the voice by John Favreau, yeah, that's right.
1: Who directed the first Iron Man movie? Who's a big director? He has a lot to do in Star Wars and stuff like that. So you know I can kind of understand his character not being able to be resolved in future movies and stuff. But man, whenever Han and Chewie were trying to get on the ship and the ship was leaving, uh-huh. and um, Woody Harrelson's character was trying to decide, you know, they were all trying to decide whether or not they should leave him. Yeah. And Rio was like, you've never got a better sleep until you've slept in the lap of a Wookiee. <laughs> yeah, I laughed at that. <laughs> that was a great light. Yeah, so, uh, man, Rio, what a great character. I, I thought like he was it. funny. Um, I don't know if he could have lasted from movie to movie to movie, but I hated to see him go. Super glad he got the time that he did.
0: Me too, yeah. He he didn't wear out his welcome. He wasn't like uh, there are other characters in these movies that wore out their welcome over time, but yeah. But he, he definitely he had a, a really good a really good part to that to that movie. I really liked Rio. Now yeah Disney if you're listening, I'm not saying go and make a Rio movie. Do not do that. <laughs> he doesn't need his own movie, but he was very good. I, I liked Rio a lot. Um I also and you touched on him a second ago, I really liked Lando. A young Lando, played yes. by Donald Glover. Man, Donald Glover knocked it out yes. so out of the park. Yeah, he was incredible. Um, he was. Uh, he had the mannerisms of Billy D. Williams, and he yeah. he kind of looked like him a little bit. He he reminded uh-huh. me more of Billy D. Williams than uh, uh, Aaron guy. Am I saying his name wrong? I don't remember. Yeah, his name. Then he Without reminded looking at him. You. Then he reminded me of uh Hans Alden that's his name Alden correct I'm just gonna call him Alden from now on Alden didn't yeah. remind me of Harrison Ford so much but you know I could see the similarities with Donald Glover and really sure names. even though they're completely different styles of acting just the the confidence and swagger about him was really cool yeah I really liked him at you know I had read somewhere that someone saying I don't think that or the biggest problem with Solo is that Lando didn't get a big enough role. Like, what else did you? It, this was not the Lando movie. He had a really yeah. big role in the movie.
1: I think that a lot of that came from Donald Glover's success within the past year. Yeah, you know, maybe he's got some music come out, and he's popped up. Atlanta's doing really, really well. TV series, I guess. So yeah. I say show. that if he was just if he was just Donald, then you know people wouldn't be saying that. Maybe because he's you know he's a front man. He's he's the face and. I think that if he hadn't been so successful this yet, this past year, that wouldn't be the opinion. But no, I thought, you know, it's it's not Lando's. He, and he played a great role. He had a good time. He was funny. He didn't take away. He contributed to the story. So I think Lando was an awesome character. He did just as much as he should have.
0: Yeah, I liked him. I thought he was great in the movie. Now, let me ask you this. What would you think yeah. of his bot? L337. Oh,
1: man. I I did a total 180 throughout the movie on L337. Really? When she first popped up and she was just a sassy robot, I was like, oh, Oh. this is, you know, this is silly. Let the robots be robots. Like C-3PO and R2-D2, they were robots throughout the whole movie, but they were always robots. Uh So now you have this, you have this bot who thinks she's an actual person and she's sassy and she's, you know, she's kind of bossy, and, and she's kind of romantic with Lindo, and she kind of hints yeah. at them having a relationship. Uh-huh. And I was over it immediately. And and by the time her time on screen came to an end, I was totally turned around. I loved her. I hated to see her go. I thought she was so funny. Yeah. Um, You know, she was basically a social justice warrior for robots. <laughs> basically, <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was definitely but, um, uh,
0: like a... Like a like I don't know what you would call it she's not a feminist, but she would be like a yeah. ro- a
1: robotist, I don't know she she <laughs> <laughs> something like she that just grew on me, man, you know I was man. just like, ah, shut up, ah, but then like she's just family immediately, man. and as soon as she starts going down, I'm like, no I, don't it, do it i loved I loved l three three seven
0: so much i was like thank you really for... yes the whole time i just loved her i it, the last bo- uh, droid that i loved so much was the one from rogue one i loved mm-hmm. that droid it was a k2so is that it
1: yes i think that is it
0: uh i really loved that droid and bb8 obviously is super cute and stuff but that's different <laughs> yeah right but no l337 i love that she had she was a she for one thing they've all been male in the previous uh I, from what i under, from what i remember they've all been male or like genderless i guess
1: r2d2 you think he was a guy i think they call him a he a good I bit think they do call him a he actually
0: and um you know i i i, I really liked that droid and that had some personality i don't care about people are like oh but it's having a relationship with who cares like yeah i th- there are more things to worry about than that and it didn't bother me and it added another layer to that story with uh with lando actually care- yeah. caring about something instead of just being you know uh... now that's one thing i did i'm jumping around that's one thing i loved about lando he lived uh-huh. up he lived up to his reputation he will turn on you in a heartbeat
1: he will. Yeah. He he I think he is what Lando wants to be. I mean, excuse me. He is what Han Solo wants to be.
0: Yeah, I think Han has a little bit too much of a conscience to do it, but yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think that's what he wants. That's what he wants he,
1: to be. He um Donald Glover, Lando totally sold me whenever L337 was dying. Spoiler she dies. And he ran out there and he was like, "No!" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, whatever. She's a robot." and about a half second later i was like dude he is heartbroken he's about to die to try to save her yeah and i i totally bought into that i think they did a really really good job i think that validated the robot to me after the fact more than it did than when she was alive yeah. i was like oh man we really just lost somebody
0: so, so now we know that she's part of the ship is she still she part of the is. ship yes
1: yeah forever that's so in the original trilogy if i'm not mistaken either that one or later on, i think it's in the original they talk about um, the Millennium Falcon having the best navigational system out of any fleet in the universe.
0: Yeah, that's true. They do. And I just didn't. Uh, I guess. I guess. The, I guess you could put those things together and say. Yeah. So. So seven.
1: that comes from. Yeah, that's her. She's part of the ship. And I think cool. that was awesome. That was another one
0: of my things I loved about this movie is you finally, or we, as the viewers, finally got to see the Millennium Falcon when it wasn't. Beat up piece of
1: junk. God, it was so beautiful. It had a little <laughs> blue hints to it and everything. Yeah, it didn't last
0: long because it got beat up pretty darn quick. But
1: yeah, well, it was it, it was cool. To it see adds it. character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll buff so, out.
1: <laughs> some um, somebody we haven't covered yet really is Beckett Woody Harrelson's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a huge Woody Harrelson fan. I've loved him for years. He had a True Detective. Um, you know, he kind of plays the same character in Hunger Games. Um, several, just all of his movies. I think he does great mm-hmm. Beckett. Um, he kind of lays the groundwork for quotation marks who Han Solo, you know, kind of learns everything from. He gives him his blaster. I thought that was just a slick little scene while they're by the campfire. He breaks mm-hmm. down that sniper rifle and gives it to him. Yeah. Um, Beckett tells him like, um, don't trust anybody kid. He's, Totally telegraphing, you know what's going to happen later on in the movie. I knew right then, like, well, he's going to betray him. (laughs) Um, I think he totally served his purpose. I think he was a good mentor. You know, he he gave direction in the movie, so I I liked Beckett. I I think he did good. I think I think Woody uh, Harrelson captivated the 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 screen when he was on it. mm -hmm. I think he served his purpose, and I liked him.
0: He was the Bizarro Qui Gon Jinn character. (laughs)
1: that's <laughs> a like... great way to put it
0: <laughs> but no i i agree i um woody harrelson is one of those actors that i don't appreciate enough i don't think normally because ah. you whenever i see him i really enjoy him but whenever i hear that he's in a movie i'm like oh, okay that's cool I yeah guess. that guy yeah but then whenever I, whenever I go to see the movie i'm like oh yeah he was great in that like he was the best i hated those now you see me i saw the first one i didn't really care for it but i loved him in it Oh yeah.
1: And <laughs> the magic movies. <laughs> the magic
0: movies. I never saw the second one, but the first one. He was good in it. He's obviously sure. really good. Um
1: Beckett. What uh, a good good character.
0: Yeah, Beckett, no, that was a good character. And he was nuanced. He he I think he, he he was the epitome of wants to be a good guy, but is just so entrenched in the bad guy stuff. Even like Han shot him and killed him and he said he's like, I would have uh, I would have I would have killed you.
1: So uh, for those of you who are not deep in the Star Wars lore, the original Star Wars trilogy, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. But, you know, when they introduce Han Solo, he's sitting in this booth and this guy comes over who's a bounty hunter and who who wants to capture Han Solo. He's like, hey, I'm turning you in. Well, Han shoots him before he has a chance to do anything. Yep. Well, over time, I guess they thought that was too malice or something like that. Yeah, so they Lucas changed this. wanted
0: to, uh, Luke, George Lucas wanted to soften up the character, not be yeah. a, not be a callous murderer. And Exactly. That's Greedo. The character is named Greedo. Right. And he, uh, yeah, he originally does not shoot first.
1: <laughs> so the way they change it is Greedo shoots at him and kind of misses, and then Han shoots him.
0: Yeah. And it's like the worst little special effect to like <laughs> Han moves in like a totally jerk. Uh, no human being can move like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So so people who are really kept up with Star Wars, they're of the belief that Han is the kind of guy who would shoot first. Yes. And, you know, they, you've seen T-shirts Han shoots first. So that's the original idea of Han Solo in this movie. They you know, they don't say it, obviously, but he shot first. He shoots first, he drops him.
0: Yep, I like that. I liked that too. Yeah. That was a cool little. Uh, I thought it was callback. great. Mm-hmm. They needed yes. to do that because, and and that's that's another thing. I really hope that um, Disney will release the original movies um, without all the little special <laughs> effects stuff. It seemed like every <laughs> every time that Lucas would put out a new version, it would have, like even with the Blu-rays, things that I knew were coming that were added in. He would even add more stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, hopefully they'll they'll take all that stuff out. But anyway,
1: so so what if they re-release Solo and Beckett shoots first? <laughs> oh my god! And, and Han Solo moves out of the way really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Beckett shot first. <laughs> Beckett shot
0: first. <laughs> yeah. What if they re-release it and everything just goes right for for Han? You know, uh, speaking of re-release, yes. Um, they, you and I talked about this sort of. Um, the original directors of this movie, Lord and Miller, those two guys, Correct. Uh, Correct. are awesome. I love those guys so much. I love the movie. They did
1: done. Batman Lego movie. Yeah.
0: They did the regular Lego movie, the Batman Lego movie. Uh, they did huh? the 21 and 22 jumps. 21. Straight. Yes.
1: Funny, um, funny, funny, man. They're, they're really
0: funny guys. They're really good writers and I think really good directors. And, um, they did one of my favorite animated shows back in the early two thousands clone high. I don't know if you ever saw that, but I loved that didn't. It's pretty obscure. I think they have one season, but it was really, really funny. Yeah. Any, anyway. Um,
1: I was too normal. I was too busy with friends and stuff. So I didn't see that movie. Yeah. You didn't do like I did, man. You, <laughs> you missed out. Um, I don't, we were friends. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: uh, but anyway, they're, they're really good. Uh, Writers and directors and stuff. And I think from what I read, uh, mm-hmm. they they went into, they, they were the ones originally attached to this movie. And they went into it thinking it was going to be more of a pure comedy.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, and uh, that was their direction. And ultimately, Disney wasn't thrilled with that. And so right. they, they brought in Ron Howard. Uh, which, by the way, I knew Ron Howard had something to do with this movie whenever I saw his weird looking brother.
1: Gosh, what a weird looking dude. <laughs>
0: He's like an alien race of his own. <laughs> Clint Howard, man. Clint Howard's in anything that Ron Howard... I'm sure he's even in some old Andy Griffith episodes or something. Like, oh, that dude's what a in.
1: gross face. Yeah, I know. I,
0: I wanted L337 to just, you know, obliterate yeah. him. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but anyway... I would anyway. have liked her way faster if yeah. she had punched him through his face. <laughs> and he always plays like these grubby little... <laughs>
0: it's like these weird characters he is such a weird actor but you know i it, when i saw him i knew okay ron howard's got something to do with this movie and then Clint. at the end whenever i saw <laughs> uh, directed by ron howard i was like oh weird and well then you then didn't
1: I, hmm? you didn't know
0: no i didn't know so uh, here's something about me i avoid everything before i go see a movie that i know i'm gonna go see um, oh man i'm
1: so opposite
0: <laughs> yeah, I know you are. I, I avoid all reviews. I avoid all trailers, everything. I don't want to see yeah. anything. I want to go into it completely fresh. And that started with Wow. Me. That started because of the, um, the Dark Knight. Um, I thought that the trailers for that You didn't movie... know
1: Batman's parents died?
0: <laughs> for Dark Knight, I thought that the trailers showed too much. I would have rather have gone in and been shocked by what I saw. And uh-huh. so after that, it's just been a matter of I don't watch any trailers for movies that I already know I'm going to go see. Now, if it's a movie that I'm kind of on the fence about, like Rogue One, I watch those trailers. So I was like, OK. Yeah. You know, but but if it's a, a movie that I definitely want to see, like I I didn't know anything about Solo. I just knew I wanted to go see it. Yeah. So all this so I'm to- weird stuff I'm- just threw, it came, came to me after
1: I'm totally opposite and to a fault for sure. Like i watch every trailer. i read all the rumors. I see the set photos and stuff like that. <laughs> and if yeah. anything ever really gets spoiled, like for Captain America Civil War, there was a Lego figure that came out of Giant Man, which for those of you who don't know is Ant-Man, but he, instead of going small, he becomes big. Yeah. And there was a Lego thing that came out where he was Giant Man. And I clicked on it and I read it. And as soon as I read it, I was like, You idiots, why did you tell me that? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's my fault because I basically went looking for it. So that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that about you.
0: Yeah, I, I avoid it all, man. I hate spoilers, I hate them. And that's why on this show, like, I, I try to preface way in advance that there will be spoilers. Because um, I'd hate, like, there's a pod, another podcast I listen to called The Completely Unnecessary Podcast. And they just did an episode this past week where they reviewed uh, Deadpool 2, which I haven't seen yet. Mm -hmm. So I avoided all that, which I I have seen some Deadpool 2 trailers, but that's a different type thing. Sure. Um, Anyway, yeah, the Lord and Miller thing. I would have loved to have seen what they were actually coming up with.
1: I'm just wondering if what they came up with wasn't really in the Star Wars universe. If it was more of a side, you know, kind of If it was like
0: a robot theme. chicken Star Wars or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: just I, you know, everything they do from here on out is canon. So um I think her name's Kathleen Kennedy. She's one of yeah. the forefront people over Star Wars. They they just really it really really has to be in line because they could make a movie 25 years from now that has to play off of a scene that happens in this movie. And from what I understood Lord Miller they were kind of outside of the box, you know, kind of not making a bad movie, but you know making their own movie. And, yeah. You know, when you work for the mouse, you got to do what he says, that being Disney. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. You really do. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. But I I'm, I'm hoping in the future. So apparently Ron Howard reshot like 70% of the movie. That's a lot. That's a lot of the movie. So I'm hoping that that old footage still exists. Maybe we'll get like a a different cut. Lord
1: Miller cut. Yeah, no, you won't. No, you, you won't.
0: might. I mean, maybe down the line because they did it with uh, one of the super. I think it was Superman two. The director, yes. of the studio had a whole different. You know, I think it might be like thirty years down the road, but maybe we'll get it at some point. When I'm, I, I just old.
1: think with. With Disney owning it, I don't think that'll ever come to fruition. I think that's, yeah, Lord, that's a good point. I don't think that I don't know who they are. That's a very good point. Yeah, Ron Howard, great job. You know, you came in, fifth quarter, knocked it out of the park.
0: (laughs) He did, he
1: did do a great job.
0: I, I agree with that. Uh, one more character um, yeah, I would ahead. like to
1: go over, and this probably speaks to what we thought about it because we haven't talked about it in the past hour we've been speaking. <laughs> <laughs> Dryden Voss, the bad guy in the movie.
0: Oh yeah, thanks for se- bringing bringing him up. I was going to talk about him too. Go ahead. What I, do you think? I can
1: sum it. Yeah, whatever. You know, he served his purpose. He was a bad guy. Paul Bettany, great actor. I love him. Uh, you know, nothing against you. I know you're listening. I think you're a great dude. But, you know, you were just, quotation marks, the bad guy. You know, you you played your role. Oh, I'm going to kill you if you don't do what I say, whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of scary looking. I can fight a little bit, but not much because I got beat. Um, he was there, and then he was gone. Didn't care. Yeah,
0: he was a, a foregone conclusion. I knew he was dead the minute I saw him. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah, he, he wasn't going to be around very long. Um, but, you know, he was fine. But I'm glad that there was a bigger bad guy in the yeah. you know waiting in the in the in the wings so i thought whenever kira was calling darth Maul that she was going to be talking to the emperor
1: yeah that's what most people thought it was either going to be the emperor probably number 1 or darth vader yeah and it turned out so she's like i'm going to call this over the the boss, I think they, you know, whoever they were talking about. Yeah. And when Darth Maul, for me, I know you've kind of covered it yourself. For me, when Darth Maul popped on scene, I was like, "Yeah," because <laughs> I, like I said, I've listened to people who know more about Star Wars. I haven't watched the cartoons. I knew that he was alive in this time period. Yeah. And, and real quick, this movie starts ten years before Episode Four.
0: Okay. So this, makes movie
1: t- this movie takes place over the course of about three years. So mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, that's about seven years before episode four. So going by that and the cartoons and stuff, I I don't want to say I knew, but it made sense to me that Darth Maul was alive. And so when Obi-Wan Kenobi cuts him in half, whatever he does, whoever he goes to see the the wicked witch of the east or something, uh-huh. she gives him metal legs. And so when he pops up in the end, I was like, yes, because this universe just got bigger. Like if it had been the emperor, I would have been like, all right, I get it. You know, all these movies are in line. It's Darth Vader. It's the emperor. It's Snoke. But for me, when they threw in Darth Maul, I was like, yes, it ties. It brings it full circle. It's bringing in the whole, you know, the whole plethora of bad guys, if you will. So I thought that was awesome. I really I was really glad that it wasn't the emperor because that's exactly who I thought it was going to be. Um I thought it was great. I thought Darth Maul is a super awesome character in The Phantom Menace and he never ever got his due. So if they have a spin-off and he gets to do some stuff, you know, that'll be awesome. So I'd uh, love... I agree
0: with that 100% because mm-hmm. I love good it. I love a good villain. And mm-hmm. uh, and Darth Maul was a great villain in Phantom Menace. He was my favorite part of that movie. And I thought that, uh, same as you said, I thought he deserved more. He didn't deserve to just go out in the first movie. That was kind of a letdown to me back mm-hmm. then. And one other reason that I was frustrated with that movie. But knowing that he actually survived, uh, that was pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, I was really happy to see him uh, in this movie, too, even though I was confused. Now that I know the truth, yeah. uh, I'm pretty yeah. happy about it and excited to see what Comes next, and that's what I wanted to ask you. What do you think is next? Are we going to have? Seems kind of weird to have Solo two, um, but maybe yeah, we do. Good question. Um, that's,
1: that's such a loaded question for me.
0: Well, so here, let me back up. So I know we're going to get episode nine. This is it. This December, it's coming out or next uh,
1: I don't. I don't think they do any Star Wars movies the same year. So it'll probably be next year.
0: The, yeah, that's true. Maybe it's, it's um,
1: June.
0: Is it June?
1: Yeah, it's June. <laughs> and we haven't got any trailers for a december movie so it's not going to be this year
0: I, I wouldn't think so um i know they've been pretty much banking on the christmas you know season oh actually yeah they 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 skip a year They'll, it'll yeah. be ne- it'll
1: be next december so right now it's one star wars movie per year
0: yes and you'll get yeah. one of your – I've heard rumors that they're going to
1: do, like, uh
0: Boba Fett movie and stuff, which
1: – I think that's confirmed. I've heard is several it? people say that's confirmed. Um, I really thought Obi-Wan Kenobi would be next.
0: Yeah, um, I would rather see that. But I've heard that. several
1: people say Boba Fett is confirmed. So here's my deal. I didn't think they should have made a solo movie. I don't think they should make a Boba Fett movie. I don't want to see an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. But mm. I'm an idiot. I'm wrong all the time. And <laughs> let me give you a great example of this. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh-huh. I thought it was so, such a dumb idea. Like, I do not want to see these B-roll superheroes like Chris Pratt's trying to make an action name for himself coming out of Parks and Rec, which is I'm a huge fan of, by yeah, the way. We could too. do an episode yeah. on that one day. And so I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy, who cares? Love that movie so good. Like, I will admittedly say that I was super, super wrong about that. Mm -hmm. So, what do I think comes next besides episode nine? Well, I I would say myself, Obi-Wan Kenobi, because he's got a lot of story between episode three and episode four. He appears in both, obviously, and there's a lot of time between there. So, I would have said that, but you know, we've kind of, we kind of think. That it's going to be Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, I'm looking now, and it is Boba Fett,
1: <laughs> yeah. based
0: on what I'm I'm seeing. Uh, next, yeah, year. just ignore that. So next year, <laughs> next year, 2019 uh-huh. will be Episode Nine, and then yes. we'll get uh, Boba Fett in 2020, and they don't have anything else on the official timeline Ooh. at this point. So it sort of remains to be good. seen. Yeah, you know that's kind of
1: good because they instead of making Solo two, they can make Boba Fett and still wrap up some of these storylines with these characters, and you know Lando could pop up and stuff like that. I yeah. I don't think they need a Lando movie. I don't think they need Solo two. But like I just said, I'm wrong all the time. So, yeah, I yeah,
0: I, I, like I read earlier that. Uh, Donald Glover is kind of pushing for them to make a Lando movie because he wants to do it and Donald Glover's oh, got a man. lot of power right now so I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they make one uh, Boba Fett movie I always liked Boba Fett I, have a, I mean I have a t-shirt Boba Fett I think I got a couple, <laughs> a couple action <laughs> figures of Boba Fett I think he's neat but he yeah. also is pretty much an inconsequential character in the movies in the grand scheme of things like he's a bounty hunter but he kind of sucks at it
1: so, <laughs> <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah, he
0: kinda does suck. So I'm I I mean I would watch the Boba Fett movie, but sure. he's he's not a whole lot more than a jet pack in a cool suit,
1: honestly. Yeah. They go into him a little bit deeper in the prequels. They kind of show where he comes from and stuff. Yeah, they do. Um but does he need a movie? No. I don't think so. Like I said, I could be wrong. They can make a movie out of anything. They can make a movie out of you know Chewbacca's hair that's cut on the floor, as long as they have a good storyline and but great I would, delivery. I
0: would personally rather see. I, I'd like for them to, to wrap up this trilogy that's going on right now with Episode Nine. Obviously, that's going to happen. Uh, mm-hmm. But then I would like to see them do other standalone movies like Rogue One uh, mm-hmm. that tell stories about these other characters who who we aren't as familiar with and who we don't necessarily uh we're not invested in yet Mm -hmm. Um, because there's i mean there's got to be a ton more characters they can just you know oh yeah
1: the universe is enormous
0: yeah they can just whip up out of nowhere and uh tell a great story
1: let me ask you this how how close to the movies storyline because that's something i really enjoyed about solo is that really the stakes were never that high you know, in all of the Star Wars movies, if Luke Skywalker just up and dies, like, the universe is screwed. In Rogue One, if they mess up, the universe is screwed. So in Solo, if he fails, then, well, really just, it's just him and Chewie. No big deal. So how how close to the main storyline, how, how high do the stakes have to be in the side stories, do you think, for them um... to still be... You know, kind of validated as a Star Wars movie, because if they just do an alien on a different planet, then it's not a Star Wars movie. That's no, just no, a no. They don't movie. have
0: to. Yeah, they don't have to be uh, life or death. But mm-hmm. it would be nice to have. I mean, you know, you can even just have little tie-ins with maybe one character you kind of know about. Um mm-hmm. Like you could. Have, like I wouldn't want to see an Admiral Akbar movie, but he could be part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but he could be part of a movie. He could be part of a cast, and
1: he's you know, always been beloved. Yeah, he
0: has. But you know, at the same time, and so is Boba Fett for no yeah. no good reason for Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's like you know, they could have little tie-ins, but they don't need yeah. to. We don't necessarily need. Uh, like I watched uh, James from angry video game nerd his yes <laughs> i watched that today he did a review on this movie and he was not very high on it by the way
1: he didn't hate uh, it what's up what's up angry video game nerd i know yeah. you're listening yeah i'm
0: sure you are james love your stuff no he didn't uh he didn't he didn't hate the movie he actually said he liked it there towards mm-hmm. the end but he he kind of made jokes like what it, are they going to make a?" yoda standalone movie where he's like this uh ripped uh athletic little frog person
1: with hair (laughs) yeah Uh, you know they can make any they can make any story they want to you know they can anything they want they can go back and do beckett's gang from five years ago as long as it's in the star wars universe as long as it's a really good story and a good delivery they can do whatever they want to i don't care just i'll go watch them
0: and I, I, I'm kind of cool with them not having to be Skywalker themed either. It doesn't have yeah. to be about Darth Vader. It doesn't have to be about Luke or Leia. It can be about these other uh, what do you call it, like ancillary characters on the outside. You don't uh-huh. have to have you don't have to have a Skywalker. Where it, yeah, in the, in the past it used to just be this, the, these are the Skywalker movies basically.
1: Yeah, and and this movie was really it really looked outside of the box on Star Wars. So, and what I mean by that is. With the exception of Darth Maul, this is the only Star Wars movie to not show a lightsaber.
0: Um,
1: you saw Darth Maul's lightsabers at the very end. Right. But that's it. That's it. Yeah. No lightsabers, no skywalkers, and I don't think anybody said may the force be with you. They never talked about really the force in this movie. Yeah, I don't So really
0: they, are they, kinda, they are
1: kind of they are kind of starting to hey, the universe is a little bigger than Luke, I'm your father.
0: (laughs) Right. Sure is. Man, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. There were no uh, lightsaber uh, duels or anything, although I did think that Dryden's uh, knife thing was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I wonder if that's a kyber crystal. So a kyber crystal, uh, for those of you who don't know, is what powers lightsabers. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's kyber crystal technology which powered the death star i wondered if his knife is some version of a kyber crystal and okay. kind of help tie that in a little bit more
0: could be i bet we'll find out in the dryden voss movie <laughs> paul <laughs> bettany man love you paul yeah your Character, find out was, how your he character gets... was very okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was passable uh he'll uh we'll find out how he got those scars on his face
1: I think it was a different race. I wonder if those were like kind of tiger stripes because his eyes got red and they got red as he got angry. I think that was a race thing. I don't think that was an injury.
0: Oh, Okay, so I'm being racist. My bad. <laughs> Is it racist <laughs> if
1: it's for aliens?
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess they're a race. I guess we'll find out when we're invaded.
1: Yeah, I Uh-oh. bet uh, R337 would have something to say about that. She probably
0: would. Uh, hey, uh, do you know if any of the animated shows are on? Um, do you know if any of the animated shows are on Netflix or anything?
1: I know that they have been. I don't know if they are right now. But that being said, Disney is coming out with their own streaming service next year. That's right. Yeah, I wouldn't so be surprised to see like will... the
0: Marvel movies and Star Wars because I know uh Rogue One oh, is currently on. Netflix.
1: Yeah, they're all going to be on the Disney streaming service. So I've watched a couple of them. You know, they're all right. They're not, they're not Star Wars movies. But you know, if you can watch a cartoon and just have something to do, they're all right. You yeah. see Yoda. You actually see all the characters. Huh. You see Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and everybody. They're not the main characters. They have their own main characters who exist in the Star Wars universe. But um, yeah, yeah, I've seen cool. their
0: pictures and stuff, but. I've never gotten into it, and and to be like you just said, if you can watch cartoons, it's hard for me to watch cartoons these days. I tried with, like the recent Ninja Turtles stuff, (laughs) which those are fun; they're funny, but I can't get into them because I'm in my 30s now, and that stuff just doesn't do anything
1: for me anymore. (laughs) I'm just way too smart, way too cool to watch those things. I'm just way
0: I got to watch this other stuff from my childhood instead.
1: Yeah, I got to watch documentaries on earthworms now,
0: (laughs) or meth addicts. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I <laughs> <laughs> definitely watch those yeah definitely I'll watch, watch those, all sure. of those
0: maybe we should do a show about those sometime <laughs> oh man that would be great well gary do you have anything uh you'd like to plug or talk
1: about before i let you roll so I no think we... i'm just a just a normal human listener don't have any uh don't have any big social media outlets uh super enjoyed talking to you hope i get to come on the show again sometime i hope everybody enjoyed listening and this is a great movie. Go watch it. Tell your friends to go watch it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that's our that's our main uh, our main point tonight or uh, on the show is that you should definitely watch this movie. It was well worth the ticket. I'm kind of kind of
1: uh, bummed that they're saying it's flopped, um, but uh, let me let me just rebuttal that real quick. Uh huh. If any movie that wasn't released by Disney or a Star Wars movie made what is like hundred and fifty million dollars, uh, I think that's the number. And no, this it, movie is not a flop. And it it's has not... made
0: it's made over its budget. Now its budget was pretty Gosh. high because they did reshoot it. Yeah. So the budget was two hundred and fifty million.
1: Sure, um, and yeah. they've
0: made two hundred and sixty something million now.
1: Let, let's call it what it is. You know, this movie is kind of the B team as far as Star Wars goes. It's it's not a, it's not an episodic movie. So to say it's a Star Wars movie, yeah, technically it is, but it's not Episode Nine. If Episode Nine made this much, that would be a decline. It still wouldn't be a failure. This movie is a huge success. Get over yourself. It's not a flop.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I they may be they may be uh, basing that on th- like Rogue One made over a billion dollars and its budget was around the same, a little bit less. Yeah. Um, but well, anyway, it's the
1: best star Wars movie. Uh, just my uh, opinion. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's change that. Let's, let's get it. Let's make it some more money. Go watch it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everybody, everybody who to this. goes to the theater, tell them that you uh, listen to the whatever survey podcast. And that way we'll get kickback.
0: Yeah, that's right. We'll get, we'll mm, get, mm, a whole lot of nothing. Maybe we'll get
1: a poster. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a poster to hang in my what basement. a blacklight poster.
0: Yeah, yeah, a blacklight poster. That would be awesome with Donald
1: Glover on it. And we have come full circle.
0: <laughs> we have. Gary, thank you so much for joining me, man. This is a lot of fun. I'll definitely have yes. you on again. And uh, we'll nerd out on some other subject. Peace out. All right, peace.